Welcome back to the Blackcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. And today we have an exciting episode for you. We're going to be covering... Um, okay, I'll just say we're covering because I don't know if they're new bands for you, but uh, Defamed and Jesus Peace. Yes, Defamed is a new band for me, yeah. and we're going to be doing their Black Blood EP. And then Jesus Peace is uh, relatively new-ish. Okay. I've known about them for maybe about a like a little over a year. Gotcha. Um, and then their their new full length called "So Unknown." Yeah. And we're gonna start off talking about defamed. Yeah. And uh, these guys were not on my radar at all, mm-hmm. but now they are because, <laughs> man, you know what I was fully expecting? I was fully expecting to like Jesus Peace more than defamed this week for whatever reason. Yeah. Just because I was familiar with Jesus Peace, but it ended up being the reverse. Gotcha. And defamed. Oh man. Like, where do I even start? I I thought it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like deathcore, kinda symphonic. Uh there were and then there were parts where it was kinda it was like genty symphonic deathcore or something. Yeah. Um you know, had a little bit of everything, really tight performances by by all the band members. And me personally, you know, I'm a guitar guy, so I love the the guitar tuning and like the tone of it overall. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, yeah, new band for me and I'm I, I couldn't be happier with, with how how this EP turned out. Mm-hmm. Are they are they like new for you? They just recently pop up on your radar. So the it, um, yes and no. Apparently, mm-hmm. so so yeah. Um, not not to get into like the songs quite yet, uh, but I discovered these guys through like just like the Spotify shuffle, and the th- the song I thought I discovered them on was the Swarm. That was was like, man, we need to cover these guys. This is awesome. Uh, you know, let's see if they have a like new album out, whatever. Well, they released uh Crystal Prison as uh as a single. Um, when did they let's see if I can figure out when they released that? Um hold up. Sorry. So essentially I add I had added Crystal Prison to my liked songs back in December. But I think um if this date is right, back in April of 2022 is when they added it to Spotify as a single. Okay. So it's what a year old. Uh but in December is when I discovered is when I discovered them. Didn't know it. I liked the song and I must have just like hit liked because I liked the the sound of it and didn't actually like look at who was playing or anything like that and just hoped it would come back in the future. And it did because then the swarm showed up last week 
um, or two weeks ago. And I was like, we need to cover these guys. This is awesome. And I'm like, I love the energy through the whole album. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. Great energy. They give you, they give you just enough of like whatever genre that they're doing. Like I, I know it's deathcore, but when yeah. they do some of that, like they'll give you a little bit of that, a little taste of that like symphonic portion. And then they don't, and the, but then they, but they give you just enough of that. And then they move, kind of move on to like the new section. Yeah. So it didn't really, it, it, it wasn't boring at all throughout, you know, like there, there wasn't really one song that I was like, all right, I want to s- skip that one. Or like, I don't really enjoy this section. Uh, every song I think was really well planned out. Would, um, would you say, cause I know you correct me if I'm wrong, but you consider Lorna Shore to be a little overrated because of the structure and it's kind of the same, like it's going to have this real big symphonic intro and then the guitars and everything kind of not sound the same, but the structure is so similar, but they, I think at one point in time you said that they overuse like the symphony aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this band so, you're saying kind of tuned it back just enough to where it's like, I it's like catchy and vibrant to kind of lighten the overall mood of like the guitars and the bass and vocals, but doesn't like pound the choir into the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lorna Shore. I wouldn't say that I, I don't think I've ever called them overrated. Yeah. I, yeah like I said, I might've overdid it there. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would just say that like, like they're, they're not overrated. They're, they're very, they're very good at what they do. Yeah. I, I think it, it gets a little, I would say that it gets a little stale that sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, because you were, like you said, like that, I remember, I remember when we did our reaction to Sun Eater, the video, a great song, but I noticed, I was like, okay, I'm noticing that they're doing that same kind of melodic symphony thing that they did with some of, some like through the hellfire and th- yeah, through that EP. Yeah. Um, and, uh, although they do it well, it, what it, it did kind of seem like they were stuck writing in that kind of that little bubble. Um, whereas these guys, they, they have those elements there, but I think their, their songwriting structure is a lot more, um, varied. Mm-hmm. And I, th- and I th- think probably that Lorna Shore could take notes from, from the way that they structured these songs mm-hmm. to be truthful. Um, Cause like, I remember listening to ba- Lorna Shore back in the day, um, Psalms and they didn't have that, that typical kind of song structure that they have now. Yeah. Like it was very, it was awesome back in the day, but it was very different. And each song kind of stood on its own. Um, which I think is true for defamed, you know, each song mm-hmm. kind of sticks on its own. Although I, I, I never once listened to just one song on this EP. Like I, whenever I yeah. listened, I always listened through it 
listened to it all the way through from like beginning to end. I, I never started with some other song. Um, and I think that would be the best way to, to uh, experience this. Yeah. And I mean, it's only 23 minutes long, so it's, yeah, it's fairly easy, easy listen to sit down and, and do. No. It's... So I didn't have, I didn't really, I have a couple notes yeah. for, for, for the songs, but I, I, re- I really only had like one favorite favorite, yeah. but I think just the whole album is what I, I just like the whole thing as a, as an, as an entity. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my main favorite was crystal prison. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really like the, uh, the bell type sounds that they had going on. Um, you ever you ever like scroll you ever use your mouse and you click in on the scroll wheel and it just like makes your whole screen go wild. <laughs> I couldn't get it yeah. centered here. Yeah. Um so like right around like 50 seconds it sounds kind of symphonic but they also had those like crystal sounding bells that are playing. Um <coughs> Bless you. so the I think the I think the title's fitting kind of fits the the vibe of the song. And I really like the that like break in the bridge kind of around like 225ish. Yeah. I don't know what you call it like hip hop or something. It's not I, quite hip hop, but I said like lo-fi almost. Yeah, lo-fi hip hop. Yeah, it's it's an interesting sound. That's for yeah. sure. I'm kind of glad that they only did that once yeah. throughout the whole EP. Um, we've we've covered so many bands where like they do like that cool sound where it's like, man, that was cool for that one thing, that <laughs> one song, and then you know, because it might it might not be in like the first song on the album, but it's in like the second. You're like, oh, that's that's cool. That's interesting. I like how they switched it up a little bit, and then you go through the rest of the the twelve tracks. And it's just like pounded into the ground. You're just like, okay, I'm. What made you interesting now just kind of lost my interest. So, yes, like you said, with this doing Crystal Prison, having it like that one time, maybe even like two times, would have been would have been fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, I could probably use another, maybe one short one, another short one. Yeah. So it's yeah, it was nice that they added something interesting that kind of uh, we. I, I think I've used this quite a few times, but it like cleanses the palate. Like you're not just getting berated by just like screams and guitar and it allows your brain to kind of clean all that out. So that way for this, like the breakdown that they had or the bridge, it, it feels like it is, it it hits harder and is like more epic Cause you're coming from like this clean state of just kind of like mellow, uh, like just this mellowness. And then you're getting hit with like all that guitar just comes back and like punches you in the face. Agreed. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts too. I, I put it as lo-fi see, goes into grueling breakdown. See, you're, you're kind of surprising me. What? I'm not going to lie. 
surprising me lately with, with kind of the, kind of this, this type of thing that's happening in that when metal bands do that, it's, is it because it's so stripped away? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I think like we said, if it's done tastefully, if it's done in small doses, I can handle it. Um, I don't want to listen to like a three minute song of just, <laughs> like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to that. I, <laughs> that's not, that doesn't like catch me. Like, but like, yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to use it like as a palate cleanser or something to, to recenter the listener. So that way you can come in and just like bash them over the head with a baseball bat. That's fine. I'm, like I'm all for it. I lied. I did have another favorite, but I forgot to bold. I forgot to bold it. Yeah. Uh, before we before we switch real quick okay. for Crystal Prison at one eighteen, I really liked. It felt. I just, the only way I could explain it was just like a shift in the sound, because it goes from like that chuggy, fast, to. As I lay dying, that's the sound that like that, that, um, like classic kind of metalcore, deathcore type riff. Yeah, like that ish. It like brought me back to, um, what was that? As I lay dying album or song through struggle, like that kind of just like that fast fingering and it not being like super distorted, you know, mm-hmm. that makes any sense. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. I liked how they switched it up from, you know, being this like real heavy, like just gruely growling band to like coming out and saying like, you know, we know how to do something different and then go right back into it. I thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. And then those like high pitch, like, um, guitar noises, like the, I don't know how to describe it. The, is it the sour notes, the diminished stuff? Is that one eighteen like, still, or like does well, it just before it? I guess it's also in the beginning that the guitar screeching. Oh, whatever they're doing there, I thought was kinda, really interesting. I don't know. It sounds like it almost sounds like a pitch shift yeah. pedal, maybe mixed with like a pinch harmonic or something. Yeah. There's that. And then between 30 and 40 seconds, there's like a phasery sound that they do. That was kind of cool. Just kind of goes. Yeah. That, that like, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was yes. really, really cool. Um, okay. That's all I have to say. Just wanted to bring those two little, I, I just, I, they're, they're, they're death core, but then they're like throwing in the aspects. Kind of like you were saying, like it's sometimes it's a little, a little, Genty, and then sometimes they're like pulling from different aspects. So it's while it's like relatable to like death being just deathcore and really strong and like that deathcore, like like the roots of it and the sound, they're bringing in other elements which just give it this like freshness of something different, more complexity. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. uh yeah, if you if 
anybody listening, if you want me to to become a fan of your band, use a pitch shifter or <laughs> use effects like that, that those like glitchy effects. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, All right. What was your other yeah, favorite? Yeah. So my, my other favorite was the dancer. Okay. And for, re- for mainly because like I mentioned uh, a minute ago, I used the phrase like classic death core yeah. riffs. And this one kind of, this one felt just kind of made me like feel at home or something. Yeah. Um, like right at, it's towards the beginning, right at, uh, right at 32 seconds. So kind of after the intro happens mm-hmm. and it's nice and symphonic and death Corey. Oh, like Those, that, that chuggy, like, yeah. I can't even do it. I can't do it, but little, little gallopy. Yeah. 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 Dancy maybe, but fair enough. This is the dancer. It's very dancy. Okay. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. So it was, it was mainly, it was mainly that I broke just like classic riff type sound, you know, cause I, I think we've, we've all heard riffs like that. Yeah, like they do five songs of doing things like really different and really awesome, and then they kind of bring it home maybe with the dancer and mm-hmm. and uh, do it all, do it all again, and then ha- throw in like some riffs like that. That because normally like those types of riffs that you'd hear, mm-hmm. like this type of band would normally just like every song would sound like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like, I, my favorites were Crystal Prison and The Swarm. Okay. Uh, Swarm is like 10,000. It's like almost no plays at all. I don't, I honestly don't have that many notes for the swarm, but like in the beginning, screechy guitar. I don't know if it's in like Mm -hmm. the, the very beginning or if it's Uh, like 17 seconds. Yeah. That, that like, I thought was really cool. And then, um, from at three fifteen, like, I, like I said, I only had, I just thought it was like a well-written overall song. Uh, at 3.15, yeah. I couldn't figure out, like, how to describe what I like about this. And it's, it's like, slow but fast, if that makes any sense. You have just, like, the, the, the chugging of, like, your rhythm guitar. But, like, in the background, there's the the lead guitar is doing, like, a dan da dan da dan dan da dan And so it just it just, it feels slow, but then at the same time, it's like, it feels really fast and you kind of get caught in this like whirlwind. Is it fast? Is it slow? Is it, and it kind of like puts you on edge a little bit. I like that. Mm -hmm. What I really like about that section too, and it happens earlier in the song Mm -hmm. is that the, the vocals follows like the guitar, like they match up the rhythm. I think that's a really nice, Mm -hmm. it's really nice touch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess just some other notes that I had uh, in Black Blood. We're you know we've been talking about how they've like taken elements from other genres with like deathcore. You know, you think like in a concert scenario, you think like circle pits, walls of death, and uh, just like the like the like a typical pit where you're just like running and slamming into each other, right? Uh at one fifty eight. Okay. No, I'm sorry. 
148. That that gallopy guitar riff. I I put like two step mosh pit, like that's it, which is not typical for like death chord. Usually, you know, you're thinking like circle pits and you know walls of death and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden they have that like and it's like that's a that's a, it like I could just see somebody just breaking into like a two step mosh pit right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you know what that is, right? I don't. I think I I I think I know what it is. It's yeah. It's I, like I might you, have to look it up. I don't know how to explain. It. It's like there, you go from like one foot, you slide it back as you put your one foot down. So it, it's like you're not running. I I don't know how I can't explain it all that well. But kind of looks like you're running in place, but like slower, sliding or something. Yeah. Um. Because I know. Cause I know because I know I, I like people use that phrase all the time. Yeah. Or I've seen it a lot, but the short's kind of long here. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm 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 getting the sense of yeah, that's that's what I thought it was. I've never done this in my life. But yeah, it, that that section it's it's like Kublai Khan, I guess. Like it's how would I expect, like, you know, when I went to the Kublai Khan concert, that's how I expect people to mosh to that section of that song. Um, good stuff, though. Yeah, I, I really and and I'd like to add, I really I not only is that a good dancing part, but the, the way they shift into it mm-hmm. is very abrupt. And I like shifts like that. in yeah. Music. Yeah. The only other note that I have is. In the servant track two at two forty, you know, you had said like genty at some points in time. Uh I put like groovy bass line, which is rare for like this style of music. Just taking the bass out for a walk, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's one thing I, I meant to to bring up is that I did I I did kind of want to hear a little bit more a little bit more bass yeah. type stuff in, in here because the servant started off that way where it was like, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't like, notice that. Yeah, the, the intro is, is like the bass. Yeah. It was like one second long and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's going to come back somewhere. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have I would have liked to see some kind of bassy riff or something somewhere. It's probably probably... If you listen to your car, I don't know about you, but like my car cuts off like the first like two seconds of the of a song and the last two seconds of the previous song. Oh, that's and they weird. just blend right into each other. I'm like, God, this really ruins the kind of the flow of it. Like you, like if I listened to it, Mike, if I hadn't listened to it in my computer first, yeah. if I just been listening to in my car the whole week, I probably would have missed that that first little bass thing. Gotcha. It, w- it would just start at two seconds in. Yeah, that's all I have for for this band. Okay. Um, no, I'm I'm excited to see what else they can release. Right, I know it's March. They released this March 31st, so like a month ago. Uh, so it's gonna be a hot second, but yeah, yeah. There wasn't there wasn't really um there wasn't really anything negative that I had to say about it. Mm-mm. Um, which 
which is odd for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's easy to, it's easy for me to pick out things that are, that I don't like. Um, so I'm going to give it a nine. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm like an eight and a half. I think solid. Solid, solid. Yep. Alrighty. Um, Jesus piece. So unknown. Yes. Which is completely different genre. Yeah. Uh, more on the hardcore side. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy live show. Not that I've seen it, but the same YouTube channel where the uh, running man harm's way came from. Yeah. Or harm's way running man came from. Um, is it hate five, six? I think I briefly watched a little bit of Jesus piece a couple months ago. I was like, man, this, this show is like insane. Just yeah. the amount of energy that these guys have live. And um, this, this album didn't quite grab me like I thought it would and didn't quite grab me like their last album that I, that I discovered them on. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like that they have this kind of like somewhat of a new metal kind of vibe throughout. Like, like one of their music videos kind of had, it looks like a kind of like a nineties or like early two thousands new metal music video. Yeah. But uh, I, I really like this, this genre of like hardcore music, but I found it like, I found it difficult to really attach to like a specific song. Like mm-hmm. I had, I had like two favorites that I had, but there wasn't really that song that just like really grabbed me. I, and there, there were times when during the week I would go back and forth between it's like, wow, I'm really digging this right now. But then like the next day I'm like, I don't really want to listen to this like at all. Yeah. You know, so what about you? Because I, I think these guys are new for you, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Overall, before I get into like, I guess really the what I want to say is that like overall, I enjoyed it. Like it was, I think, I feel like it was well written and like I, I had appreciation for it, but the, it just, it, it, it didn't really do it for me, I guess. And I think I would, this is one of those, I want to see these guys live. Um, I don't think that the recording does these guys justice because I, I felt like there was like an energy that wasn't expressed in the album. Like something like it felt held back. And maybe, and it might have been because I, I read their, uh, I was just trying to figure out where they were from and stuff like that. And so I read their, their bio. And, you know, it says feral live shows, grandiose melodic songwriting, cemented in standard, uh, as standard stirs and boundary breakers. And I was like, I didn't really feel like any boundaries were broke in, in this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... And this should have been, I think, my kickers. Like anytime, recently, anytime a band has said, like, this is our hardest album yet. <laughs> and this, they they did it. They said on this, their latest album, So Unknown Listeners, ascend to the apex of metal and hardcore. Maybe I just missed it. But I felt like it was, it was 
good hardcore music, but it wasn't anything earth shattering, making me go, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And then, you know, they say where they, where they mix complex instrumentation led by a manic shaman like vocal delivery of a front man. Ah, man. And I feel like I'm just trying to, like, I'm being really negative and I'm not trying to be, but I didn't feel like the instrumentation really was that difficult for this style of music. Um, no, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Okay. And that was like, that I'm was not, my... I'm not, I'm not a guitarist. Like no, I have played bass and stuff like that. So I know of the stuff, but I like, I don't know all the techniques. So maybe I'm missing something that they did that was a little bit more technical than what I was thinking. I was like, it doesn't seem like it's that complex. And then if you're going to like describe yourself as manic shaman, like in my, in my head, I'm thinking like, you're going to sound like, uh, uh, Serge Tankian mixed with, uh, the lead singer of Silent Planet mixed with, uh, who is it? Garrett from, um, Knocked Loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's what I would imagine, like a manic shaman like style, like something, someone that almost takes me on like a spiritual journey with either v- lyrical content or like being, uh, like just like a real drastic, like ebb and flow of like your vocal range, uh, but I, it just seemed generic. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like, I don't want to be mean. And I feel like I, I, me reading the, the little caption that they wrote spoiled the music for me because I was, I was, I read it and then I went to listen to the music and I was looking for all these nuances that they they said that they had and I didn't feel it which is why which is why I said that I want to see these guys live because I feel like there was an energy that wasn't recorded and I think that's I think that's where all this stuff comes in I think going to a live show would be a lot better than listening to the the studio recording because there's that energy that flow there's some there's something there that just wasn't picked up on the mic or through the, through the guitar tracks. Yeah. I, th- I think you hundred percent nailed it. Um, because I, I was kind of dissecting their bio too. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't, this isn't exactly translating. Um, like, like if you were to, <clears throat> like, if you look up, um, you can, maybe we can do it after, but, yeah. uh, the hate, the hate five, six video there, there absolutely is a live energy that, that, that they do live that yeah. is not captured here, you know, and on, on the studio recording mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like, like you said, it's, it's hard not to nitpick at things when it, when it's, when it just doesn't match what they say is like, even in, even in the bio. So it says, this is as close to a Jesus piece experience as you're going to get without standing in front of us. So like, even the band is saying we're better live or, or yeah. to that, to that extent, like there's, there's something about our live show that they, they just talk about like live music a lot you know, in, yeah. in their, in their thing. So, and even, even some of the, some of the verbiage that they use, you know, 
like in the first sentence, melodic songwriting. I'm like, there's no, there's no melodic. There's, there's no melody here. There's, it's not melodic songwriting. And then the, the comp, the whole complex instrumentation thing, um, that those were the two things that I wrote, like melodic songwriting and complex instrumentation. I'm like, there, there's really not, it's really not like hardcore music is not that is really not that complex. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, complex, like at least instrument instrumentation wise. And yeah. And, and like the shaman, like vocal delivery, that's not really shown here on the recordings. Um, I know it can, it, it can kind of get a little like live, like, like the last album that they had. And then live it gets like, he, he performs it a little like barky, a little barkier, mm-hmm. kind of like short and just kind of almost like a dog barking. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't get like a shaman vibe. A shaman. Yeah. Like you said, it seems like it would be like shrill and kind of crazy, like surge tanking. Yeah. Like something, um, something that's it like drawn out, like, cause he, surge surge. I think surge would be like, if you're going like, if you're going to say you're shaman, like surge, I think would be what you have to live up to because he does the, the parts were like in system of down where like the music cuts out and he does his chanting and things like that. Um, it's almost, it's like spiritual. It's like you, you can feel that in your core. Uh, and it just like, it gives it, it like it rattles your bones when he when he does stuff like that um and he's really good at it so to me that's that's kind of shaman like uh and so I, I feel like if you're gonna do that it if you're gonna say shaman that's kind of what you have to live up to or something of that essence like you have to you you have to like utter some sort of like chanty or like draw draw out your like your words to like get them like to like full like just like some sort of like fullness to where like it hits me in the chest and I I'm like shook about like what you said or um just like the delivery of it like whether it be lyrical content or just the way you said it so it has to like hit me hard uh and i just i didn't feel that unfortunately because like i said if if i was if i just put these guys on and listened to them i would have said this is a great hardcore album and i will listen to it more uh but i read the bio I was looking for, and I think that's, and I was looking for all these little nuances and I, I just didn't see them. And I, I hate being negative because I want, like, I know, I know how hard these people work and it, you know, and here I am sitting behind a desk saying, (laughs) saying that like, I, I know you worked hard, but honestly didn't do it for me. And like, I've, but you know, it's like, we're not trying to, trying to do this to be mean. We're just trying to give our honest honest look at things and yeah thing we're not gonna see i i like there's you know people like things and people don't like things and i guess 
unfortunately, like this is, I, I, I've, this is the thing. I like the album. I didn't like the way you portrayed yourself, I guess. Yeah. Maybe like mis misrepresented a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it, you know, maybe, okay. To like put it in, I guess, in layman's term, I'm feeling a little bit of buyer's remorse. Mm. Like I was like, I, you know, I was told that whatever I was buying would do this, this, and this, and I get it home and it only does this and that. Yeah. Maybe that's more or less what it is. It's like, it's, it, it's good. It does the trick. It, you know, it's good music and I enjoy listening to it. But at the end of the day, I, I don't feel like I got the full experience that you were promising. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it makes sense. I think, I think you, I think you're spot on with all that. But Hey, I guess we'll put to put it in this way. <laughs> Uh, still better than Motionless and White's new album. Ah, yes. All right. So we'll, Excellent. we'll leave it there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still think every song was better than Motionless and White's new album. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> every time you, I, I always forget about, about it. <laughs> it went until you bring it up. I'm like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Love that. It's so funny. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I that's what really I I don't have any notes on unfortunately. That's okay. This this is all I had to say. I enjoyed it as a hardcore album. Okay. I have uh just a, f- a couple things, not yeah. not too long. But um yeah, like so like there were two songs that I did that I I did like, although like I like I mentioned earlier that it wasn't they weren't like really um, gotta listen to those two, you know, yeah. those just ended up being the two that kind of st- stuck with me somewhat when I was listening, um, an offering to the night and then stolen life, I think showed up right after that. Um, offering to the night is the one where they have that, like late, like late nineties, early two thousands kind of music video. Like if you look at their, like their, their Spotify page, the picture at the very top where it has that like bubble kind of look to it. Yeah. They're in like a, so like that's, I think that was taken from the set of the music video. Okay. And it kind of looks like they're like, they're aware of the camera. Yeah. In the video and they're kind of doing their, you know, their, their thing, uh, to the camera, right. Gotcha. Knowing that we're being aware that it's there. Um, and then like, uh, off offering to the night, there was, there was kind of like a cool bass part, kind of a dancey, like right at like 120, kind of groovy. I like, I like when songs can kind of cut back a little bit and let the bass get a little gritty and, uh, rock out that way. Yeah. Um, and then. I liked Stolen Life at 209, like 205. Those those types of chords that they use, I need, I need to figure that out because I ha- kind of have an idea of, what, of how they're playing it. But like those chords, I just recognize as like Jesus piece chords. <laughs> like, okay. Like, yeah. when I, uh, like when I was listening to their, their last album, the uh, the prior the the one prior to this one um anytime those chords came on it just 
did something to my adrenaline where they, they knew how to put those cords in the right spot to, to get my blood pumping. So just kind of a couple like identifiers of those songs, but I can totally relate to what you were saying just mm-hmm. overall. I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. And yeah. I'm probably going to just go back to their previous record. If I want to listen to some Jesus peace. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So um, I'm going to give it a seven. That's what I was thinking. Like it, it's not bad. Um, I could definitely see myself recommending it to people. I just feel like something was missing. Well, let's not extend it and, and, uh, need to over explain things. (laughs) So, um, I think we can end it there and, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. See ya.